Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we're back with almost a full house. We have the Alabama Flash. How's it going? Yes, sir. It's going good. How are you, Rusty? Man, listen, football's back on campus this week. Oh, yeah, that is exciting for you guys. Yes. As a Vanderbilt fan, is it baseball season yet? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, all right, and uh, Stephanie's here. Hey, friends. Stephanie, you sound better this week. Yeah, um, uh, you know, I'm not real techie. Everyone knows that. Um, But I got some little earbuds, so hopefully everybody can hear me this time. Yep. All right, Charity. Charity is there, and how's it going? Hello, doing well. Great. And Charity, how are things in Pennsylvania? Anything new? Things are going pretty well. We um we had a little adventure last weekend. We went um up to a place called Lake Conneaut Lake, and uh, we went there for a little mini family uh, family reunion. We stayed in what was called a family suite. Um, it looks like the most recent upgrade was in about 1940. Ooh. Um, I would say we may have gotten a little bit spoiled by even our value resorts at Disney because <laughs> wow. Uh, Jeremy came out of it going, you know, I I never thought that I would fear getting tetanus from a bathtub. Oh gosh! Um, oh no! Which, That's by horrible. the way. We, we had two restrooms with two bathtubs and no showers, um, but we had these rockin' original clawfoot bathtubs that were mm. kind of scary. Um, and the, um, you know, I would say the decor was very Haunted Mansion. Oh, well, that, that would be interesting to me, at least. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, in including the um, the portraits on the walls, I, I think um, one must have thought that um, one of them was was a little bit too frightening to the point that they actually added googly eyes onto the portrait for us. <laughs> what? Um, okay, that's weird. <laughs> this is a weird story, Charity. This is not what I expected to lead with this week. It was, it was interesting, but it was very Haunted Mansion-ish, um, just ironically, like not on purpose. <laughs> okay. All right, Randy, what's going on with the Whitman household? Having fun, living life. No, no right. big, uh, no big news over here. Okay. Did not hear from the Corings today. I guess they are busy. They're in that stage of life with three small children. But uh, things are going well here for us, and we are officially going to Disney. We finally broke down and decided to go, and uh, much to Stephanie's happiness, I'm sure. We are finally going, and first, uh, November 6th, I think-ish. So Yes, I'm so thankful that you're no longer my problem child. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't even called you this week, so... So I know anyways. it's been wild. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're, we've got a beach vacation before that. So, anyways, yada yada. All right, so let's get to our topic today. Oh, by the way, everybody knows, right? It's old news now 
the Disney Marathon and the Disney Princess have been switched to virtual races. And that's a little alarming uh, for me because that means for sure policies probably aren't changing in the parks till February at the earliest. Um, so it just, um, I, I am going to run it anyways, but uh, the, the uh, marathon being canceled was a little bit of a surprise to me. Uh, I thought they might try to do it, but anyways. Well, this is all news to me. I didn't realize that. So you're you're saying the January big marathon weekend is not happening. Correct. They have moved it to virtual races. What they tried to do initially was limit the registration to, I think, 60% or maybe even 40%. The the news varies. And what they tried to do was limit the registration, and then they were going to try to space corrals out enough to wear and make you wear masks before the races. And then once they started, you could take your mask off. But I mean, there's so many problems with that. I mean, the water and then, you know, the, the, where the course bottlenecks and they weren't going to have characters and they weren't going to let us run through the parks. I mean, it just, it just didn't feel right. And I'm almost glad they decided to do it virtually instead. Uh, and they are refunding people if you would like, or they're, or they're letting you run it virtually for your medals, and then they will give you a Disney gift card that will refund you some of your cost. So, I mean, they've got a lot of options. And it I, sounds I think, like a great weekend to go to Disney World. I still think a lot of people are going down. There are a lot of people, if you go on the Run Disney, like the Team Run Disney, the... Um, if you go on the Perfectly Dopey website, there are a lot of people still going down there to run it. And so... Uh, to run it? Just, yeah, they're going to be I thought running, it didn't exist. Well, they're going to be running the streets of, like, you know, the Seven Seas Lagoon. They're going to be running the boardwalk in between uh, Epcot and, and uh, DHS. I, I, I know that because I'm in a group that's going to do that. There's about eight of us that are going to go down there and do it. So I, I know there's going to be a lot of people doing that. All right, anyways, so uh, we haven't figured out, like, where we're staying or anything, and we just decided this, like, yesterday. But I I know a lot of people are doing it. So let's switch kind of conveniently from running and exercising to food. And what we're going to talk about are we're going to actually talk about the greatest things that we've ever eaten at Disney World. And we're going to go top three, and it doesn't matter where you ate it. It could be at Disney Springs. It could be at, it could be at uh, uh, Port Orleans. Uh, it could be at uh, – It's unlikely. Blizzard Beach. It could be at Blizzard Beach. You don't know. Just the greatest things that you've ever eaten at Disney. We're each going to give three. We're going to take turns. We're going to do it in our traditional Stephanie Charity, Rusty, Randy order. And then we will um, – a traditional uh, order, and then we will uh, then we will move on. And I just got a low battery signal. All right, so all right, Stephanie, just to, be, to begin. Okay, um, first of all, I'm super. I was super excited when you told us all that. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Because um, number one, I was already sort of on a food thought process. I was um, blogging today about some of the fall treats at um, Walt Disney World um, in Magic Kingdom specifically. So I was already thinking food and yummy stuff. So it was not a stretch to kind of brainstorm back just a little bit and think of my favorite things I've had 
Um, so I broke mine down and I want to start with like a small treat. I'm going to start small and I'm going to grow a little bit bigger and bigger. Not literally, but <laughs> figuratively. So Maybe. The, my first favorite thing that I've had um, is the, um, is, was actually at Epcot and it was the, at the Flower and Garden Festival, the Violet Blueberry Vanilla Croissant Donut. Um, a lot of people call it the Cronut. Um, this dessert what has, was one of my favorite things ever. Um, I love just the basic Cronut you can get, but this one was like leveled up donut, Cronut. Um, it has the specialty blueberry icing on top. Um, and some garnishes, and that was my hands down my favorite sweet treat. And I've had a lot of sweet treats. Um, and so back, this was back in 2018, I believe that this came out, and they actually had it over by Test Track um, in a little cart, um, but it was only there for the festival. Um, for the, I'm sorry, for the uh, Flower and Garden Festival. Sorry, so many festivals. Flower and Garden, um, Blueberry Cronut. That's me. Good. Charity, tell us what's on your mind. What would you, what was one of your favorites? That, that totally sounds delicious, by the way. So um, I'm, I'm going to follow along the same pattern, but I'm, I'm going to start with a breakfast. So um, my all-time most delicious breakfast that I've ever had um, was at Boat Rights. Now, Boat Rights doesn't do breakfast anymore. You can get a similar breakfast over at uh, the Kona Cafe in the Polynesian. It was their banana stuffed French toast with strawberry and banana sauce. And um, the French toast is crispy on the outside. They fry it up so that the, uh, it's crispy and there's cinnamon sugar that they coat it with so you get this crispy, sweet outside, but the inside is not too dense. Um, you know, it, it's more fluffy than it is like typical thick French toasty. Um, the bananas on the inside are fresh. Like they, they taste like just, you just slice a, a banana open. It's not, um, you know, it doesn't feel like laden down or too thick or, um, or, you know, just like they're, I don't know, mushy. They're just the perfect texture. So you get this multiple textures. And then with the sauce, it just adds that extra note, that additional flavor in there. You get this other fruit flavor in there. Um, and then, of course, they serve it with meat. I always went with the ham. I think the ham selection it's just very, it's the perfect amount of salty uh, to pair with the super sweet breakfast. Um, so yeah, it's, um, the Tonga toast is very similar and um, I would totally say get it. It's amazing, wonderful breakfast. Tonga toast a couple, uh, I mean a few now, I guess several weeks ago on our last trip. And it was fantastic and worth having. Best breakfast. Yes. Listen, we made special trips over there just to eat breakfast and get some Tonga toast. So, love it. 
I'm going to kind of go the same route, I guess, uh, over at the, because I know I'd butcher the pronunciation, just at the French bakery in Epcot, <laughs> uh, there is a um, raspberry and lime cream macaroon that I really like. So you've kind of got, you know, you've got the crunch of the macaroon, and then you've got kind of that uh, acidic and sweet from the raspberry mixed in with kind of your citrusy lime cream. And it's just a perfect blend. Um, the macaroon's not too sweet. And so it's kind of like a really nice snack that's not, it doesn't, you know, like some things you get, I mean, they're just like total, it's like sweet on top of sweet on top of sweet. This is a really good blend of a nice, smooth treat. The flavors just mash really well. Love it. Uh, you guys have given uh, great ideas and you have described them elegantly. And I have... I'm not sure I have any of that. Listen, I actually wrote down how I was going to try to describe this because I thought, I told Todd earlier, I'm the worst at describing food. Usually I'm like, that was good. <laughs> so, well, I tasted <laughs> salt. There was salt in that. Yeah, there was, some, there was some, something there that was, yeah. <laughs> we have eaten at just about every restaurant and I've enjoyed many, many meals. And to narrow it down to a favorite is very difficult for me. I had a few things in mind and then Todd added this rule that it has to be <laughs> like available on the normal Disney menus and several of the things I had chosen are no longer available. Uh, maybe not normal Disney menus. Like you could do, like we could choose something from the, you know, food and wine festival or something, right? Yeah. I just thought, you know, since we are a podcast that helps people plan trips, we would want to suggest things they actually could get. Well, so with that in mind, I'm going <laughs> to say. I wasn't being snarky. I said, Randy, we should make a note that, that you were bringing up items from 20 years ago. That's true. I was. <laughs> but it that must have been really good because he remembers it. You know, that is like the true signature of a good meal. You're 20 exactly. years later, you remember what you had. <laughs> exactly. So let me just say that um, I think one of the best steaks I've ever had was at the Yachtsman Steakhouse. To tell you, I can remember exactly which one it was. Uh, I'm not sure I can, but uh, I do know they have the uh, New York strip steak, which is, I think I've had there before. It was delicious, um, but I've had several steaks there on different opportunities, and uh, it has always been fantastic. They have the half slab of a cow, you know, hanging there in the butchering room displaying how fresh their steaks are mm, that um, just made it sound so delicious sorry it's <laughs> half, fresh and it's half it's slab very, of a cow it's very nice. meaty and it's very steaky and it's very delicious and okay. uh, so i'm gonna choose a steak and before you go i'm gonna say also just to let you know if you can hear it or not but this is the beep of me starting the oven so that I can bake cookies while we talk. You're like, you, you really are the <laughs> oldest young man I know. I mean, like, I, I can see you with house slippers on and, like, yeah, a house right. coat right now. So, hey, anyways, I, uh, I, you know, that place is pretty famous for their steaks. You know, just real quick before we, uh, well, no, I don't want to steal anybody's answer, like where, where somebody else might say another steak. So, I won't. So, all right, so mine would be, Let's stay on the path of like, not stay on the path, but get back to the path of smaller things that we're going to eat before dinner. And one of these is at Disney Springs. And if you go to a kiosk, 
located in the middle of Disney Springs, you're going to find a kiosk that's BB Wolf Sausage Company. And you're going to linger there and you're going to smell the sausage and you're going to look at the menu and you're going to go, what is three little pigs? What is that all about? And you're going to order it because you're going to listen to this podcast and you're going to be enticed, but you're going to get three small miniature hot dogs. And one's going to be a pastrami Reuben dog. One's going to be a Hawaiian Island hot dog. And the other one's going to be a Texas chili dog. And those three things together, every time I've gone there, I've had to eat and had to have eaten. I have to get this item. And it is awesome. And I, and I say that because usually it's, usually we remember meals more fondly because of circumstance. Um, like you, you were very hungry that time or it was a special dinner or things like that. But this is just something that tasted so good. I have to always go back and get it. And every time I'm not disappointed. And every time I get it, I like kind of want to go back and get it for my meal that day, if that makes sense. But they're just three little hot dogs. It's at a kiosk there at Disney Springs. And I'm not normally a hot dog guy. I don't, I don't generally eat hot dogs, except in Disney World. Who knew? All right, so number two, uh, what is your second food item, Stephanie? Okay. I may get in trouble for this one um, because I hope I'm not taking someone else's, but this is truly um, one of my favorites that I feel like I have to have just about every trip. Um, And that is the spicy chicken waffle sandwich um, at Sleepy (laughs) Hollow. I love everything about it. I feel like the sauce, I love that the sauce is spicy, yet it still has a little sweetness to it. Um, I feel like they fry the chicken so well, and um, it's always, anything's better on a waffle, right? I mean, I guess. Anyway, in my opinion, um, my only caveat would be, I actually preferred it with the arugula versus, um, currently they have a slaw on there, which is okay, and and I like it, just, just I prefer the other, but I love Sleepy Hollow. In fact, I had this on my last trip and got in line and could not figure out why this was the longest line that we stayed in all the whole trip until we got close to um, checking out and we realized that they had released some special merchandise for Haunted Mansion. And that's why the line was so stinking long. Um, But anyway, love, love, love spicy chicken waffle sandwich. Okay, so you 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 know if there's someone here that has been saying that for years, that is my favorite, one of my favorites at Disney for years and years and years. And I, it may have been since you've been on the podcast that I've stopped kind of saying that, Stephanie, but back in the old days, Rusty knows that that's my jam. Like I, 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 I always go to Magic Kingdom and have that. So I definitely agree with you on that one, Stephanie. And it's not highbrow yeah. food. It's not anything like, you know, it's not, you know, we're not, we're not food network snobs when we go get this sandwich. But, but, it is, but it is very tasty, and I can't go to Magic Kingdom without it. All right, yeah. good, good I, one. Um, go ahead, I just want to say one more thing. I like that it's like it has everything, the whole meal in one handful. That's all you need. So it's, it's a winner. I totally agree, it is. Todd. And I hope I didn't steal your favorite. <laughs> No, you, I didn't put it on my top three. It's it's kind of fallen for me just because I've had it so often. Like now, 
when we go to Magic Kingdom, I've got three or four things that I always wrestle with. And so what we do is Amanda gets one, Brock gets one, and I get one, and we, we uh, split them. And All one right, of them so- is a turkey leg, right? No chance. <laughs> Don't steal one of Charity's. All right. So. Hey, Todd. Yes. Hey, let me jump in in front of Charity because I want to play off of Stephanie's for mine. So okay, I knew Stephanie yeah, was going to take my, one of my favorites. So I, I, I'm just, I took a slight alteration. I got on okay. the monorail to the uh, cafe there, and they have a uh, crispy buttermilk chicken with a waffle. Or you can ask, I think it's on the waffle now. It used to be you had to ask for it on the waffle. You can find this on Disney Food Blog. They were the ones who kind of turned everybody on to it. And, um, but you got the, it's got cornflakes that kind of does the crispiness to it. And then it comes with a uh, sweet and tangy uh, honey sriracha sauce. And it's mm. with a waffle. And it's divine. And wow. so now, so you've got kind of what I'd call the every man's at Sleepy Hollow, which is amazing. And I have it basically every time I go. And then you got a little more elegant at the Grand Flow Cafe. Well, you know, at one point they had this at Blizzard at Typhoon Lagoon too, but it wasn't chicken; it was barbecue. Yes, they had a, a barbecue waffle sandwich, and it was awesome. But it is no longer there. I, I, I was searching for that, and I, I did love that one too. All right, so, all right, we're getting off track here. Charity, we love food. You guys can tell we love food. All right, Charity. We do. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to kick it up the fancy train just a notch here. The food that introduced me to Tiffin's and made me fall in love with Tiffin's, uh, the Wagyu strip loin and braised short rib served with rainbow carrots and roasted Peruvian potatoes was amazing. It was delicious. Um, there is a reason that this meal costs $53 um, and it, it is the best beef I have ever had. Now, thankfully they did not hang half a cow um, out for us, Mr. Randy. Um, the portion is not big. You're not going there to eat a lot of food. You're going there to have the best food you've ever tasted. Mm. The Wagyu beef, uh, they served it medium rare, which is a little rare for me. I'm a medium person, but wanted to have it how they have it. The medium rare was delicious. It wasn't chewy at all. It didn't have kind of that rare vibe to it. Um, it just melted in your mouth. So delicious. Pair that with the ribs. And I'm a carrots and potatoes kind of girl. So once you give me fancy carrots and potatoes, I'm like super excited about it. Um, you can't get that exact dish right now, um, but they always have a steak on the menu. They always have a surf and turf on the menu and would definitely suggest, you know, especially once they put dining plan back on, um, this is a great use of dining plan credit. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm hungry. I want to go and eat that because it was so good. It is the best steak I've ever had on property. I don't even, I don't hunger for La Cellier anymore because I have Tiffin's and it's, oh, it's so good. So you've broken up with La Cellier and now you're a oh, Tiffin's yeah. girl? Oh, all the way. Oh, that's interesting. Well, all right. So 
let's go to uh, Rusty. Well, mine was the chicken. Oh, Rusty already went. Yeah, let's go to Randy. I'll step up here, and as I do, I got to put my cookies in the oven. <laughs> so give me just a second as the heat flows out and the chocolate chip cookie dough goes in. Perfect. It'll be done in 15 minutes. You got to set a timer. Um, I was going to say that for me, there are a variety. There are several breakfasts that are great all over Disney World. But I think none is better than the Animal Kingdom Lodge Boma breakfast. And at that breakfast, they have babuti. I think I'm saying it right. It's babuti. And it is an egg dish, uh, kind of like a croissant, only not. Kind of like a, uh, not a croissant, what am I saying? I'm saying that, the, what's the egg dish? Like an omelet? Oh, no. But it's like, a, it's like a casserole of egg, and it's got things like... Um, like a quiche? Yes, like what? a quiche. Okay. That's the word I was thinking of. But it's got like cumin and, and cinnamon and, and all kinds of spices in it. Smells wonderful. Uh, it's got your meat. It's got your eggs. I think maybe they got some bread in there, too. It's just a little of everything, but it's awesome. And it's my favorite dish at Animal Kingdom Lodge and uh, certainly at one of the best breakfasts on property. All right. Well, that's interesting. Little, uh, I, don't, I don't know what that's called. I don't, uh, Have you never had it? I've had Boma, but not for breakfast. Well, they have it in the evening, too. It's so good. It's so nice. They have it twice. All right. Okay, so I'm going to take us back over to Disney Springs. Go, Oh, Stephanie, you have something in her want, Go ahead. I just want to know, how do you spell that in case I need to Google that? <laughs> okay, you do need to Google it. I'm looking at the recipe. It is uh, B-O-B-O-T-I. Bobo-T-I? Bobody? Babooty? I don't know what it is. Uh, but according to the recipe I'm finding online, it's got coumarin and, and uh, turmeric and curry <laughs> powder and fruit chutney and bay leaves. And it's just full of goodness. Lots of flavor. All right. like you're, Todd, you don't like this? Are, are you laughing at me? No, I just, some of our pronunciations are hilarious tonight. I well, think mine, we are. mine are hilarious. I'll give you that. <laughs> well, all right. So I'm going to have us go on over to, uh, to Raglan Road, and I, uh, you guys saw this one coming, and I don't know what it was about that night, but uh, it was the first night we ever went to Waglan, Waglan, there I go, I'm joining the team, Waglan Wode. I go. So we went to Raglan Road, and uh, we had the uh, Shepherds to Die For pie, uh, and this was back when it was called the, back when it was the pie of the night, and they would put different kinds of pie. But the shepherd's pie at Raglan Road is, was one of the best things I had ever eaten to that point. Um, now, I have had it since and not thought the same thing. But that particular night, uh, it, it was magical. And uh, I just thought it was, it was one of the best things ever. And I love the atmosphere, obviously. And I just love being in Raglan Road. And I'm sure that doesn't hurt. But that, that would be mine. Number two would be that particular dish at Raglan Road. So, Randy, did you have a comment about that? I, do. I don't. Although I do think you're allowing some emotion in there and some, and some ambiance to make the dish taste better. That's what I think is happening there. Well, it was the, it was, yeah, maybe. 
I, I like but it. But you're welcome to love it. It's, it's all you. Well, you know, I didn't, I didn't question your opinion. I just no. kind of let you have it. That's right. So I, I don't, uh, I, you know, you know what, Randy? I don't even like cookies. So okay, there you good. go. Right. You don't like cookies. <laughs> no, I don't. I, Charity share. Uh, Todd just lost some followers right there. Sorry. Oh. I've just never been a cookie person. I don't like popcorn either for that. If you want to, if you want me to twist the dagger, Charity. Listen, I can go with you. <laughs> I, I do not like popcorn. <laughs> I, now, it, if it's if I like popcorn, it's got to be really buttery and over the top, and it usually makes me sick when it's like that. Anyways, all right, let's go to uh, Stephanie with her third one. I guess we're already to our third one for everybody. All right, let's go. Okay, so for my grand finale, um, this one may surprise you guys because um, I know that in the past. Uh, we've done some reviews of Be Our Guest, and maybe they haven't been quite as glowing. But um, recently on my last trip, I went and gave it another shot. Um, I was a little unsure because, as you know, they've switched to a prefix menu. And, you know, it's $62 for an adult. So, but I figured since I was only paying for myself, I would give it a shot. I didn't have to pay for all, all the other little people in my family. Um, so um, we went there and I had the um, pan seared scallops um, over, um, it was like a seasonal risotto and it, then it was covered in a mushroom butter sauce and I loved everything about it. Um, one of the things I like to do when I go out for a nice meal is order something that I would never cook myself. And so that's what I did. And these scallops were so tender. I mean, they were cooked per to perfection. Um, I might have licked the dish if that wouldn't have been like a, a little bit tacky. Um, but I'm telling you that this entree in and of itself was delicious. I have, I have no complaints. It was beautifully prepared um i would order it again in a minute so that's mine oh that's good that you know when you say i get things that i wouldn't normally work you know i do the same thing too I, i'll i always try different things when i go there but you know what i always find i always find that i never liked those things so i've started to go back and try like the old i'll get like the, the hamburger nowadays but i you know that's me i, I definitely have a different taste uh taste buds and you guys do i've always said since the beginning of this show that i am very low maintenance when it comes to food you guys are much much more qualified to answer on this podcast than i am i'm just kind of bonus answers you take listeners take everyone seriously but me so let's go on to charity charity what's your second answer uh oh well this is third we're on the final right yes sorry um, and and i would say i uh, generally for meals i do the same thing um so you know, that, that's why I eat steak when I'm at Disney so much or when I'm on cruise lines so much is because I don't make steak at home. Like we, we don't have steak at home. So that is one of the reasons, uh, Stephanie, like you, that that's one of the things that I have when I'm at Disney and I enjoy so much because it's not something that I eat at home and don't even eat it out very much. Um, at home because, you know, where am I going to get a steak that's going to be so good it's going to knock my socks off and make it worth it? Nowhere but Disney. 
So for my third, I, I tried to kind of um, go down the normal eating path, right? So my favorite breakfast, favorite entree and meal, and now I'm doing like a snacky dessert. Um, there are so many amazing desserts that I've eaten at Disney and, and snacks. And I mean, all of Epcot, you know, and every festival at Epcot, um, Stephanie, the one you described earlier, is delicious. Um, there are so many good things. But one thing that I always know is going to be available and we enjoy it from the moment we get it. Um, we usually have leftovers, bring it home and eat it and give ourselves, you know, a couple more memories of our, our trip a few days after we get home. Um, it sounds corny, but it's the caramel corn. Um, the Werther's caramel, caramel corn at the caramel, caramel chair, however you say it, um, that's in Germany. It's, amazing because it's salty and sweet but it's it's the perfect caramel because it is Werther's original caramel it's something that's a familiar flavor and it kind of gives you that comfort food feeling uh, but it's it's not typical caramel right it doesn't get stuck in your teeth it's not like eating a big chunk of caramel in the middle of a cookie or eating a big chunk of caramel that's chocolate dipped or eating caramel that's wrapped all over an apple and you know you want to pull out your fillings. The caramel corn is light and delicious and you can eat a ton of it or you can eat a little bit of it and then save some and eat some later. Um, it's just such a perfect mix of salty and sweet and it's delicious. So um, that for me is a, it's a total favorite every time. Um, it is, it, it's the only caramel corn that I really like. It is the best caramel corn I've ever tasted. Hey, Stephanie, you, you got, you got to chime in because Stephanie has talked, I, I asked her in the chat because she, she knows the person who makes this. Cause there's a certain <laughs> person, there's a certain person who makes it better than anybody else. She always tells us. Well, okay, so I, I got into a deep conversation with a cast member one time when I was there, and he's like, yes, now you realize that each person has their own quote-unquote recipe. I mean, they all follow a general recipe, but you know, um, they all have their own like flourish to it, and of course, um, so this cast member kind of, I had ordered some and I was eating it. He's like, let me see who's working. He's like, oh, Liesl. Oh, yes. Hers is the best. I, I was, was typing like, oh, Liesl okay. as you said that. <laughs> yes. And so I always do kind of pop my head in. Um, and Charity, on my last trip, I walked past there and I was like, do I get some? Do I get some? Do I get some? And I, it was the one time I didn't. And guess what? I regretted it. It's so good. Now, Todd, you don't love popcorn. How does caramel corn hit you? It doesn't. I just remember that story that Stephanie told. <laughs> I, I do like the ranch or the, the ranch chicken, the, ah, the ranch buffalo. My gosh, y'all, just ignore me tonight. The ranch popcorn they've got there at the front of Epcot, I do like it okay. Uh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm not a huge popcorn person, but – I was going to, 
Charity, I was on St. Patrick's. I was going to mention. This is this is oh. my third one. Yeah, this is one of my third. Really? Ah, yeah. uh, so, sorry to take it, it's but the exception. yes. Oh, it is. It it's is so great. good. Yeah. And I mean, they they hand separate all of the caramel corn. Like mm -hmm. it, this is it's not machine made. They're literally melting the big chunks of caramel, mixing in butter, putting in this fresh popcorn, and then separating it all by hand to dry. And it's, it, it is, it feels artisanal. I don't know that you could have artisanal caramel corn, but I, you, Charity, you can, you, you can tell it's. Charity, it's I hope you, I hope you love people as much as you love that caramel corn. The way you're describing this is very emotional. It's I very. sold it to everybody. I'm passionate <laughs> about the caramel corn. It's yeah. true. <laughs> All right. All right, Rusty. Did, well, are you going to come in with one? Well, since you took mine, I know this is going to sound the corniest thing ever. It's going to, you know, but here, here's, I think there are some foods that you eat and it's such nostalgia that you're not just eating the food you're eating. It brings back all your childhood. It brings back every memory of every time you've been in a park. And that is me when I have a Mickey bar. Is there oh. better things in the park? A hundred better things. But here's um, the deal. Since, since Charity took my caramel corn, I, I, I go back though and I think, I don't, I don't never have any type of Mickey bar or anything like it outside of Disney. But when I go there, it's not just eating. There's something so nostalgic about it. It is just, it brings, it's the kind of the tradition of what I have every time I'm there. And on our last trip, Jaden got one and he never eats ice cream, but I could, I mean, I wish I had the picture of him eating my, my, my Mickey bar, which I would share with my kid, I guess. But and just, I mean, he devours the thing. I mean, it, it's just, it's, and of course it's that beautiful picture where it's all over him. I mean, it's like the entire face down the, you know, everything. Cause he's, he was uh, one and a half when we took him. So, I mean, it's just everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's some things that uh, it, it's just kind of reminds you of everything that you love about Disney. <laughs> all right, Randy, tell him how he's remembering it too fondly. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll just move along. I've got 15 seconds left on my cookies here. I got to pull them out. Um, best dessert in the park for me. Like I'm, this is a little cliche, so I even hate saying it, but it really is one of our favorites. And it's the Dole Whip uh, float. The Dole Whip float is amazing. Like it's. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but it's not ice cream. It's actually like a, uh, a sorbet. Uh, my dairy-free daughter can even have Dole Whip floats. Uh, so that's fun, a nice uh, little element of it. But it's wonderful. It's pineapple juice. It's the, the fruity, uh, it's what I call it, sorbet. Sorbet. And uh, it also, for a long time, it was the only place you could get it. It was like Disney World and maybe Disneyland and then the Dole Whip Plantation in, in Hawaii. But, you know, now you can get it over at the Polynesian and you can get it other places too. But uh, it's still special. It's still like this is the place you go to get it. And so uh, I, I'm going to go with Dole Whip Float. 
All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, I, I'm going to, I guess I'll shut it down with the, uh, the last one. And that's going to be from 50s Primetime Cafe. Our dessert is going to be dad's favorite chocolate peanut butter layered cake, which is a big slab of chocolate cake that you can eat on for days. Um, in fact, I think one, one time I ate one for my dessert and then Amanda ordered one and didn't eat it. And I proceeded to eat it all week. Like just like nibbling it out of the little fridge there at the at Coronado Springs that year. I, you know, that's one of my favorite things. I, I just remember that fondly. I, I, I think it's delicious. I'm a, I do like rich things. I like, if I'm going to eat a dessert, if I'm going to actually invest the calories in a dessert, it's going to be chocolate peanut butter and it's going to be over the top rich. Uh, that's what I like. I like dark chocolates. I like peanut butter. So that was one of my favorite things that I've had at Disney world. Now, obviously there are a ton of things. I mean, these, the people in this group, we've all been going to Disney for about 20 years or more. And so we, you know, there's a lot of foods that we really like. I love the, the Welsh pub burger at, uh, you know, at the, at, the, at the England Pavilion there in Epcot. And a lot of us have different foods that we remember fondly. And, but there's just some that stand out to us. And so uh, I, I think that I, I chose the three to me that stand out, like I have special memories of, and I, I think the rest of our panel did too. So uh, anything else you guys want to add just briefly? Any like real quick honorable mentions? I want to throw out an honorable mention to the No Way Jose over at uh, Beach Club. Uh, And I also want to throw out an honorable mention to the uh, pork belly in the Brazil Pavilion during Food and Wine Festival. It's been there the last three years, and uh, it is fantastic as well. All right. Anybody the, else? Also, they have pork belly over at uh, Nine Dragons in China, but it has to be cooked right. Sometimes they, they can be a little off, but when the pork belly is cooked right, that is divine. All right. Someone else? Charity, any honorable mentions? Um, yeah. If, if we ever did a um, favorite drinks, um, there was a mango specialty cocktail over at Morimoto Asia um, where they actually – included like a candied uh fruit on the top it was was amazing uh, it's not on the menu anymore i didn't include it tonight um but yeah definitely call out for that it was so good well, but i would say as an honorable mention for myself i love a classic um caramel apple and then so it's dipped in a caramel and then dipped in the chocolate and then rolled in something, either M&M's, and then it has the Mickey ears that are dipped in chocolate. Like, I am all about those. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how I, about, I don't know why. They're great. Beautiful and tasty. How about yeah. the noodles at Ohana? Nobody mentioned the, the, the noodles at Ohana. Those, to me, that's like one of those things I just really There's love. everything at Ohana. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> My one honorable mention is it's not always on the menu. That's why I didn't mention it earlier, but they, at the grand, I uh, know uh, at the uh, California grill, it is a swordfish with white beets. You would think why in the world, but I'm going to tell you the, there's something, I don't know what they do with those white beets. I've never had a beet like what they can. It is, it is truly a masterful art at what <laughs> it doesn't taste like dirt. <laughs> 
like all the beats I've ever cooked do. It is amazing. I mean, I can just sit down and order a, a bowl of their white beets when they have them on the menu. I like the fact that you said of all the beets that I've cooked. Like yes. you, like I've you gone home and, and tried to cook these after I had them there. And I was like, this is the awfulest thing. <laughs> I could not replicate what I, so kudos to their chef because this stuff was what my, my wife and I both were just like we could order a bowl of this all right well we need to shut it down we've gone way longer than I thought we would on this podcast I hope this uh brought back some memories uh inspired you to taste different things whatever I I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast as we continue to talk about Disney and you're never too old to wish upon a star. <laughs>